newscast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, he said it so well last night, man. The Trumpster. When he said, and first of all, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> first of all, hey. um, you know, he can string a sentence together. Uh, I was telling John a few and minutes ago. Sometimes in the most colorful way. Yeah. Well, you know, last night he was a serious man. These are yeah. serious times. And he wasn't shooting yeah. from the hip like Trump does. You know, he was very serious about the topics. And at the same moment while he and this is, man, this is so easy. The RNC and the messaging for Republicans is so easy, right? Right. So split screen, Donald Trump talking about serious topics last night with serious answers. Answers that made common sense. In fact, that was one of the things he said. Right. Split screen that with Joe Biden tripping on the steps, the baby steps, the right, baby steps, right. the little the staircase. Little ones. Right. The, the, uh, he probably eats at the kitty table too, but plays in the kitty pool. <laughs> no, no, they're feeding him Gerber's. That's at this what point the, in that's bed. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so Donald Trump made a lot, a lot, a lot of sense last night. Let's just we want to listen to some. Sure. Of this? Let's yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's roll some of this. Let's go to cut number six. We'll start there where he was just doing a general overall view right. of what he plans on doing in the second Trump administration. It's all based on common sense. We want a strong military. We want choice in education. We want to have things that can really make our country great again. What we're doing with the open border is a disaster. We are destroying our country. We're going to change that fast, and we're going to get your energy prices down. So I, I, all morning this morning I've been hanging out on that common sense thing because it really I, I don't know why because we've talked about it before right, right. <clears throat> but it really resonated with me last night it really struck a chord with me last night when he said people say i'm conservative or i'm this or that no i'm not what i am is common sense yeah and when you think about that he truly is that and and i think most americans are certainly we have a lack of common sense in some some areas but this administration the current occupant of the white house has led the age of stupidity. It's stupid to open your borders. It's stupid to cut off your oil and gas industry. It's stupid to push the electric vehicles that nobody wants. It's stupid to be involved in all these wars and all this stuff that's going on. We live in the age of stupidity. Well, I've been calling it the era of the stupid, uh, you know, the, the age of the moron. Uh, but, but you have to look at it from this perspective. From, from what they want to have happen, all of this makes perfect sense. The stupid people are the people who glom onto it and don't process it intellectually in any way, shape, or form, whether it's the gender crap or it's the border or it's the war, uh, uh, wars that are, active wars that are going on. They depend on stupid people to, be there, to continue, continue to be their base. I agree with you and Trump. Most people, I think, are common, have common sense. Most people look at this stuff as absurd and stupid, okay? Uh, but they don't care about the people that see how stupid this is because from their perspective this is all this is what they want to have happen sure it is. from their perspective it makes perfect sense but most americans i think are people of common sense most people look at stuff from a very you know simple way not simplistic from a simple way mm-hmm. that well no it doesn't make sense to leave the border open when all this crap happens it doesn't make sense to switch over to evs and force that industry uh, on on the auto industry and all these other things all these other subjects it doesn't make sense because it doesn't. The gender stuff doesn't make any biological sense at all. But as we said yesterday, if you can get people to agree to stuff that is nonsensical, 
then you you wield absolute control, and that's really the game well, plan. Well, of course it is. I mean, the bottom line is it's the global communism, and yeah. the, you know, people roll their eyes. I don't really care anymore because that's exactly what's that's what's on the march. Right. That's what's on play here. Um, and they do have to appeal to people who uh, will just follow them into the river. Sure. They'll just those are the right real stupid the people. Those, yeah. They yeah. really are, and they, they rely on those people uh, being the folks there. But, you know, let's take the gender issue. As an example, I've been talking about this video that's out there, uh, and anybody can yeah. see it. Six foot one or two <laughs> man playing in a high school girls basketball game. The girls come up to his chest, right? It's like uh, if if uh, the Wimbenyami would be playing against middle schoolers. Right. It was that bad. He's got a beard. He's got facial yeah. hair, man. Right. And uh, come on. And he says he's a girl, Ugh. so he's able to play in the girls' league. And he's wiping out the teams as he plays because he beats on them. I mean, you know that used to be called when when a guy hit a girl that was that was called domestic violence, right? Now it's called bravery because he's so brave to be playing in this, right? Right. And so. When you look at this, that's just stupid. They had to, the other team, the other girl team, right. they had to forfeit at halftime because they ran out of players yeah. from this guy injuring the players. Look, injured like three players. Yeah, that's and not common sense. No, that's it's stupidity. not common No, it's, it's, it's absolute <laughs> stupidity. And, and, and again, people just swallow that whole... You know, and it, and and the reason the reason they do is because it makes they feel this makes them appear to be progressive and evolved, but really it's just freaking stupid. You know, I mean, <laughs> just stupid. dude playing against girls, Beat people are going to get injured. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we we used to society society across the the board used to think pretty low of men who beat up women. Yeah, but if you're trans, hey man, game on. You can beat the crap out of any chick you want to. Do anything you want to. It's still a man's world, baby. Here's another instance of stupidity. Did you hear that story with the again trans thing with the parents out of Indiana? Yeah, yeah, the Catholic parents. Yeah. So you got Catholic family. Yeah. And their son announces to them, I'm really a girl. And they uh, said, no, you're not. You're, you're our son. They refuse to call him by his chosen pronoun, his preferred pronoun. They refuse to say, you know what? You're a girl. Okay, we, we, we're going to assent to that lie. And a lot of it can, comes from their religious right. background. So, and common sense. <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Yeah. So the state of Indiana, right? They come in and they investigate them with CPS, Child Protective Services. And they go, yeah, you really are. You're abusing him by not calling him a girl because yeah. he's actually a she. And so, you know, we're going to take him away from you. And they took their son away from them and placed him in a home that does the the stupid right. and affirms the fact that he's, you know, you're really a girl. It's just like the story we had yesterday about men taking drugs to lactate. <laughs> and the doctors, the scientists saying, it's the same as a biological woman <laughs> breastfeeding. No, it's not. It's, it's stupidity. Not, it's it, not. Again, stupidity. Well, again, yes, <laughs> it is very, very stupid. <laughs> and, and, and so you have to wonder, because I do believe the architects of it are, are not being stupid at all. They're, they're playing by a certain plan or a game plan that they want to achieve politically. All right. But I, I wonder, to, you can't look within people's heads to figure out, okay, so who is really that much of a dumbass that they actually believe this stuff? And who are the people who know it's crap and know it's stupid but are moving forward with it anyway and surround, you know, wrap their arms around it because it, it serves them in some way, politically or economically or culturally? You know, who's being stupid and who's being evil? <laughs> it's you kind know, of like the question I'm asking. I, I think, and we'll break here, but I, I think that, 
That is a great position for the Republicans and for Trump to take, right? Common sense, yeah. Yes. Just, you know, forget about Because you can appeal to some independents, I believe, by saying it's not conservative, it's not libertarian, you know, all those things that we used to call it. What we're doing right now is common sense versus stupidity. And then to do, like I've been saying, the split screen. You know, on every one of your social media accounts, every one of your television commercials, and show how Donald Trump is talking about sealing up the border, and on the other side of the screen, show the illegal immigrants, uh, illegal aliens, beating on cops once again in New York. Show that. Show the stupidity on the screen, and then the common sense over here with Donald Trump. I think that you can appeal to a lot of people at that point who don't classify themselves as Republicans or conservative or whatever just right. by saying, I'm going to restore common sense to America. Well, absolutely. And I don't think having a, you know, being a Democrat or a Republican at this point helps you in, a, in many ways. I, you know, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a negative at this point because 100%. people are living this stuff. That's right. We keep coming back to this. People are living this stuff one way or the other in their personal lives. Whether it's their budget, whether it's their it's their ability to go to their job, you know, and, and, and not get fired because they utter the wrong pronoun or some crap, you know, like that. So it, when you get to that point where you're living this stuff, it's no longer funny. It's no longer merely ideological. It, it's real world, and I think that's what wins the day. And here you're right. The messaging of this is all common sense, brilliant plan. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely. We should do it. All right. What's up at Lifestyles Unlimited? Coming to town this weekend, two days only, this Saturday and this Sunday here in San Antonio with an in-person seminar on how to invest in real estate and make money investing in real estate. You see, you can get into the wealth cycle. They'll teach you how to get into the wealth cycle, build wealth upon wealth upon wealth, and then retire in five years or less with a lasting passive stream of income flowing to you on a regular basis. And they have the keys. They know how to get this done. How do I know? Because I went through the course. You can do it online at GiveMeTotalFreedom.com, but it's it's so much better, man. So much more fun to go and see David in person. David Fisher is one of their mentors and teachers, and he and I were talking about that yesterday. He really will, and the whole organization really will, make your life better if you let them, if you'll follow their plan. It's Lifestyles Unlimited. Here's what you do. Log on to their website, GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Mention Trey Ware when you do, or W-A-R-E Ware is your promo code. You get about half off of, of your membership. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com, promo code Ware, W-A-R-E. AccuWeather, sunny the rest of the week. 78 today, 85 tomorrow. And 74 on Friday. Right now it's 61 at KTSA. Good morning. We've cleared one of our trouble spots down. KTSA and FM 1071. Where and Rima. 721 KTSA. Well, I did that on beat. You, you did it on beat. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I'm a true DJ, man. I can <laughs> intro you in, in, in time. Um, 210. I'm putting out the phone lines yeah. uh, for some reason. Um, there was a story I've been following, and you, you listen to Trump last night, and you realize how dire things are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, again, this is very little of this at this point is ideological. We're in a bad sitch all the way around. Sure. And one of the bad sitches I've been kind of following for the past couple of days is this watchdog, this nuclear watchdog group out of the U.N., mm-hmm. who is saying, hey, Iran has been enriching uranium beyond commercial use. Okay, and what they do, apparently, according to this report, is, and I, I'm not going to get into the particulates and all that stuff, but they, they enrich beyond what they would need for power and stuff like that and power grid stuff. 
uh, uh, here and there. So they'll, they'll have a spike in enriching the uranium. And then as soon as the inspectors start looking a little too closely at that, they pull back. Or they just kick the inspectors out, which they've been doing. They just say, hey, you're done, or we disqualify you, or whatever it is. So they're enriching uranium at the level of not just being able to have one nuclear weapon, but about maybe half a dozen nuclear weapons. They are enriching. And it's going on every day. Mm -hmm. While we're worried about pronouns, while we're worried about all this other nonsense, Iran is weaponizing their nuclear program despite international agreements, despite sanctions, despite all that stuff. And and our money probably is helping them do it. It is, definitely. We're funding this. Now, why would you want to enrich uranium uh, to the extent that you could have multiple nuclear weapons? Because you're going to strike multiple Because you want to freaking use them. Yeah. Not that's not you don't need half a dozen nukes if you're Iran to protect yourself. No, sir. That is only uh, uh, offensive. That you know that's 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 something you want to do. They will use them, and they're about it. No, they will use. Yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, and uh, that should scare the crap out of a lot of people, especially going into this election. But how many people are actually paying attention to that? How many, how much coverage is that getting? Well, see, and that's the deal. We were just talking off the air. This story about uh, James Biden and Joe Biden being uh, in this deal together to defraud uh, Medicare through right. the hospital system. That story came out. We talked about it yesterday. It's been totally ignored and by, by the mainstream right. media, ABC, CNN. They're all ignoring it. And the same thing about this, what you're, this topic you just brought up. This is not a news story. This is something they've been working on back when Barack Obama yeah. was delivering cash to them in the middle of the night. Absolutely. The only time they weren't enriching uranium was when Donald Trump was in office. Funny that. Well, see, <laughs> here's the deal. We, you know, Barack Obama sent them a bunch of cash. Then Donald Trump didn't send them cash, and Donald Trump put sanctions on them where they weren't allowed to sell their oil. Yeah, They were just about to be toppled. The zealots, and they are zealots that run that country. Sure. 1979 is when they took over. They believe in the Mahdi. That is their Messiah. That the Mahdi is going to come back and walk down the streets there in, in Baghdad and throughout the, the Middle East, all the way to right. Iran, and that he's going to set everything right in the world. But what first must happen is that they must get into a nuclear war. That's what they believe, the zealots that run it. So they've been totally into this. They don't understand diplomacy. They could care less about diplomacy. I happen to believe that they are attacking Israel right now as a ruse to you know get the attention of Israel away because Israel is the only country over there that holds them in check. Right, right. And without Donald Trump in office, they have now, you know, Joe Biden again, the age of stupid, he opened up their their ability to sell oil again, so they're enriching themselves, and he is sending our cash over there. They are funding Hamas and 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 right. uh, and Hezbollah, and they are funding their nuclear program, and they will use those nukes to destroy the U.S. and uh, you know uh, Israel and, and other countries around there. Again, it's the age of stupid. <laughs> it's, it comes down to that. Well, yeah, it is stupid and evil. You know, I mean, cause, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and we're stupid on our end, and that we're just a, we're not only allowed them to do it, but we're giving them the money to do it, to blow us up. Because look, it ain't just it ain't just about Greece and Israel. No, man. no, no. It's, it's about Greece and us too. They call us the great state. Yes, you don't sit across a table and have diplomatic conversations no. with people who want you gone, who want you to die. No, and what do you bargain with? And so you, you don't. <laughs> you, 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 there's no there's no negotiation to be had here, and that's why Donald Trump said, "I'm putting sanction on you. You may not sell oil on the world yeah. market. We're not, not going to back your oil sales." And by the way, if you build new 
nukes and you attack anybody with those nukes, um, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what they understand. Y- yes. They understand. I, I will erase you. You're done. Yeah. You're but done. That, but that, and that's why Trump was able to hold the world in check. Exactly. Because of common sense. Because <laughs> of what is the smartest solution. That's how he operates. It's, it's his whole life. What's the best angle on the deal for me? You know, how does this benefit me the most and, and keep this person in check? I mean, he's been working the deals his whole life, and he knew. i got to tell, let these people know, I will kill you <laughs> if one drop of American blood is shed. Absolutely. And that's what he did, and you had none of this stuff going on. You know, we are weak. There is a reason that when people put a security system on their home, they put a sticker out front, right? Yeah. Because we know that that is a deterrent. When yeah. the bad guys show up and they see that sticker, uh, or I have friends that have, you know, uh, we are prote- this house is protected by Smith & Wesson. <laughs> the bad guys really, we, well, we, yeah. know, we know the studies are, are true. The bad guys say, well, I'll go to the next door. <laughs> I'm not going to. Well, and that's the reason why. It's called peace through strength. Yeah. Ronald Reagan understood it. Yeah, absolutely. He was very clear on it. Donald Trump understood it and understands it these guys in the age of stupid um they're making a choice none of this is organic they're making a choice to risk american lives well yeah because it's again it's something they want to have happen they they want this reorganization on a global scale they want america taken down to the bottom rung uh but really america in conjunction or in relationship with israel we're, we're the last you know, barricade on the road preventing this entire planet from descending into a kind of fascist chaos. And and, and smart people, people with common sense, know that. You know, the Mahdi's and the uh, you know the mullahs and ayatollahs and all that over in Iran, they don't care about this because they choose to live in caves, you know, and and live a backward lifestyle. A lot of them do. Uh, but if America goes away, the whole world goes back to that. Well, yeah, they go back to. Disease and pestilence, uh, an extremely low standard of living worldwide, uh, you know, almost back to horse and buggy days. Well, I mean, you know, people scream and yell about how they're oppressed here in America because, you know, somebody doesn't offer up the right pronoun or, or for whatever stupid reasons. But if you continue down this path, you're about to find out what it really means to have no freaking rights whatsoever. And once we get to that stage... Do you think anybody's going to give a, give a crap that you're trans or non-binary in this country? you think your government is going to give a crap about your self-identity and your personal validation? Nope. No. <laughs> You'll just be a drone like everybody else, That's baby. Right. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up for you. 735. I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT. Bridgehead IT. Number one for IT services for businesses all over the state of Texas. Network administration, cloud migration that is seamless, IT infrastructure optimization. They got a great team at Bridgehead IT, experienced professionals, and they've got your back. They got you covered. They don't believe in quick fixes either. They meticulously orchestrate every aspect of your IT infrastructure ensuring maximum efficiency and reliability for your business. Now, we talk a lot about cybersecurity, and that's a big, big deal. Well, they've got it over at Bridgehead IT. They will constantly monitor to make sure your business is protected from all those cyber threats and the bad things that can happen from them. All you got to do is reach out online at bridgeheadit.com, or you can give them a call, and Bridgehead IT will be right there to help with all of your IT needs for your business. 210-477-7999. There is a crisis on our border. And 37 at KTSA. We are wearing Rima. I want to talk about this story. I started the show this morning with this. And 
Elaine and Jimmy probably, as we were getting ready to start at 5, thought I was n- You all right? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm adjusting my hernia mesh binding. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm going to pull a shirt down there a little. That was, that was interesting. Sorry, I'm that was more than my, I wanted to see. I'm adjusting my girdle. I'm <laughs> thanks, sorry. Thanks. That's all right. No problem. <laughs> Not a problem at all. Um, I've seen it a whole lot worse. Well, you know? I have, too. Yeah. <laughs> Looking down. Uh-huh. So, anyway, I'm in here, and I'm reading this story on News 4's website. i gotta, right. I got to say, News 4 and, and uh, KSAT, they really got some investigative journalism going on right now. Lately, they, really they have. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah, good on them. So this is about the John Courage gun buyback program from November, <laughs> right, right? Right. And so they did some some looking into this with John Courage, who wants to be the mayor, leading the charge, and then uh, the San Antonio Area Foundation that's all about bringing equity to San Antonio. Don't you love that word, equity? Yeah, well. And of course, the San Antonio Police Department. So what they found out was. What I was saying when this thing broke, and I know you interviewed him while I was out of town one time, uh, it was exactly the way it played out. First of all, it does nothing to impact crime or reduce crime, right? Not at all. We do know. Quite the opposite, actually. Yeah. At the end of the year last year, we were suffering, uh, right along the same time this was going on, we were suffering a huge wave of gun thefts in San Antonio. Went way up. So John Courage is quoted in this piece on News 4 saying, Well, I said from the very beginning, and I've always believed this, this was never intended to lower crime. It was- oh, no. <laughs> that's not well, what he said to and, me. Man. And there's more. And there's more. It was intended to help people feel safe. Because, you know, when you're a socialist, that's all that matters is how you feel. It doesn't matter if it's effective or not. Right. And to reduce the number of weapons that could get into circulation. He said that uh, he went on to say, you know, uh, after Bill McManus, the chief of police, says these programs just don't work. This cost tens of thousands of dollars over the 100000 that he said it was going oh, to really? cost. Wow. And, and what did you get for it? Well, you got a lot of broken guns. You got a lot of... BB guns and pellet guns. You <laughs> got guns, probably. You got <laughs> stolen guns. You got toys, toy guns. Oh God! Uh, and stuff like that. And, and so his answer. This is the stuff I was laughing. Age of stupidity, right? Yeah. Age of yeah, stupidity. Yeah. He says this. Well, there have been young people who have taken toy guns and tried to commit a crime with them, and it hurt themselves. <laughs> it scared others, and it scared things. So. Anything that looks like a gun can be a danger to people and to the public. And when I read that line this morning, I'm laughing. All right, I'm laughing at the stupidity of it. Oh my god! And I, I said to Elaine and Jimmy, "Are you scared?" He said, "Anything that looks like a gun." Oh, you're holding up your gun finger. That's right. I'm holding up my gun, my hand, my my handgun. You know, not not the actual gun. It's my finger. Right. Right. I feel threatened. Yeah. He said, "Anything that looks like a gun." We got to start people. chopping off fingers. You know, it, it, we need common sense gun laws that address the super soaker, you know, problem crisis in Finger America. Guns. Okay, finger guns, rubber band guns. <laughs> do you do you really need a rubber band gun for personal uh, protection? You, you know, know, I mean, it's it's beyond bizarre. Well, it, it, first it's, off, it's stupid. What happened with the <laughs> well, what happened with that? Now, yeah. it wasn't me, but other people have made the argument. But when I had them on the air. And he started saying, well, I want to get guns off the streets. And I said, well, every report, every research study since the 1970s, when they started doing these things in, like, Philadelphia, has shown it doesn't reduce gun violence in any measurable way. Yeah. 
and it actually promotes more theft, more guns. So when I brought that up to him, that's when he started saying this crap about, well, people have guns in their homes and they're afraid of them, and so we're relieving them of that stress, so, which is completely nonsensical. Uh, so in other words, he can't make the argument anymore. They can't make the argument about lowering gun violence. No, no, no. So now they, got, they need a new argument, which is, we want people to feel safe with guns in their homes yeah. because they're nervous about the guns in their homes. So... It had the, the or, when they did it, this was November at the Alamo Dome, there were 51, 51 SAPD officers who were there. Right. The overtime cost the city $30,000. <laughs> now that's over For and above what? the 100000 right? Right, right. So again, I would much rather, we, we have a, a tax on police officers, and police officers, people aren't signing up to be police officers. We're way, way under our recruiting goals here in San oh, Antonio. Yeah. So every single police officer needs to be on the streets, not over there taking guns away, oh, toy guns away from people <laughs> so at the Alamo stupid, Dome, man. and and Jeez. taxpayers funding that to thirty thousand dollars plus the hundred grand they bought the HEB gift cards with. So I mean, again, the stupidity, the age, the the age of the stupid here. When you call the cops, you want them to get there relatively quick. You know, well, usually, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, the situation we had here a couple of months ago, where I had a guy on the ground back there who had a pipe and was threatening people here, took an hour for the cops to get here. An hour. Right, right, I stood right. over that guy for an hour. So there's no excuse for that, other than they're out there doing stuff, stupid stuff like this, and uh, and and the taxpayers are paying for it, and and you're in more danger on the streets because the cops aren't available. Well. One last thing, sure. Because this really resonated with me. Um, there was a, a couple of of a classic uh, historical guns that were turned in, um, and he th- th- everything is being destroyed. He said from the very beginning, any weapon that's turned in is going to be destroyed. And they asked that question. You know, you, you had some very significant historical guns that were turned in over there. And you're just going to destroy those guns? Well, sure. And he said, if somebody has something of historic significance, well, one man's history is another man's years-old weapon, and Ah, they don't have any use for it. Yeah. Well, i got to tell you, I've never heard, pardon the language, a more dumbass statement from anybody than that. Oh, he's full of them. Um, we, We have in our family, my nephew has it, we have in our family a bolt action twenty-two. That my dad shot when he was a kid. He would hunt rabbits and you know all that stuff with a right. bolt action twenty-two right. rifle. John Courage is saying if somebody steals that and brings it to us, we're going to destroy it. And you look at—it's it, not important to you anymore. You well, have no use—you have no use for that. I—I well, I have another gun that John Wayne, the actor, gave my dad. It's a Colt forty-five. John right. Wayne gave it to my dad. Right. Oh, so it doesn't mean anything. You, 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 I'm going to melt it down because you have no use for that gun. You well, have no use for it. In what other corner of life do these people seem to have any concern for history at all? Why? Why? Of course they're going to destroy them. They, they, it's not, doesn't, they don't care. You know, gun's bad. <laughs> you know, again, he is a true dumbass. I mean, he really... One man's history is another man's... what? what one man's history is another man's years-old weapon, and you don't have any use for it anymore. Ah, well, you know, they think the same thing about the Constitution, so yeah. they'll get around to that at some point. But right. what a, you're right, what a dumbass thing to say. Not again, to mention, again, I gave two instances where those two guns I'm talking about have great value well, yeah, to yeah. our family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. But, you know, how do you look yourself in the mirror, John, and, and utter things like that and think you're being freaking brilliant? This is also a guy we just 
told you about a few minutes ago who looks himself in the mirror and thinks it's really, really cool how he's getting toy weapons off the streets. Yep. Toy, I'm glad you're getting the squirt guns off the streets, John. Good job, man. So I again, mean, you know, total dumbassery. Right. So going back to the theme here, where's the common sense in that? Well, there isn't any common. <laughs> there's no. There's no common sense has left the building, man. I mean, even if you just take his statement again, about yeah. you know making you feel safer, right? Which is what he said. Nobody feels safer in this community. Crime is off the charts well, in this yeah, community. Yeah. Nobody feels safer. But see, <laughs> in the dumbassery of this, there is an inherent insult. Okay, because the insult is, you people are so stupid that you'll believe this. You people are so stupid that whatever I shovel out there, you're going to buy into. That's right. Okay, that's why they move forward with this stuff. I think they're overestimating, though, how how this is affecting, again, how this is affecting people in their real lives. But John Courage, you know, I mean, first off, your last name really doesn't fit you, dude. And no. secondly, you're not the deepest guy in the world, Oh, man. no, not at all. People that know him very Holy well. Cr- I wouldn't play checkers with no. this guy. And here, here he is saying, you know, history means nothing to you, or you don't have any use for it anymore. <laughs> well, John, that's not up to you to decide. You, <laughs> right. You do not, and this Good is point. the danger of politicians. They think that they can tell you what you have use for and don't have use for. Uh, We're dealing with that right now with Joe Biden. You don't have use for that gas-powered car, <laughs> right? So that's next. We're going to oh, take yeah. your, You don't have any use for that car. We, we have buses for you. You don't have any We're use for that car. We're going to determine what you have use of and Correct. what you do not have use of. Correct. And we're going to make a crap load of money of it, out of it, and we're going to run your lives. And that's, that's the whole, that's the, the America they want. Okay, it, from the, again, from their angle, they know exactly what they're doing. Just, but I think they're overestimating, overestimating how stupid the general population is. Yeah. Okay, their base, yeah, total morons. They are. You have no idea how many morons. I, I, I'm kind of picking up on this. State government, federal government, Everywhere. it's just chock full mm-hmm. of mediocre morons. Mm-hmm. And they swallow this stuff whole. You use the Z word. They're true believers. They're zealots. Mm-hmm. But the people who are pulling the strings in this stuff, the architects of this, who use dumbasses like John Courage, okay, they know they know exactly what they're doing. The reason they get into politics is because they can't make it in the real world. Well, that, so that's, that's well, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I'm backing up what you just oh, said. Sure, sure. About them being well, no, they can't. Just like know, mediocre some, people, they can't make it in the real world, so they get into politics. Well, yeah, where they don't, you know, they don't have to really suffer any consequences <laughs> no. from their own stupidity. Uh-huh. No. All right, uh, Alamo water softeners for you and for your family. You talk about a great company. I was there at the very beginning of this company. I'll never forget the day when Alan Townsend called me. And I think I was, his wife, Trudy, was probably the first one he talked to, and I think I was the second. We were very close, and he called me and said, hey, I'm going to do this myself. He he, had been in the uh, water softener business for a very long time, and I had bought from him from Brand X. And and he said, I'm going to do this myself. I can do it better. I can offer a better product, and I can offer it more, more, less expensive, you know, more cheaply than what the other companies are doing because they're really getting into people's hip pockets, and that's not cool. So he started Alamo Water Softeners, a little bitty tiny location off of Perrin Bidal. And now, well, they're all over the state of Texas and growing every day because they treat people right with a fantastic product. Not only to soften your water, but filter the bad stuff out of your water, too. For a limited time, you buy a water softener from them, you get a free reverse osmosis drinking water system and a filter. Make an online appointment right now, alamowatersofteners.com, alamowatersofteners.com. According to TxDOT, on average, one motorcycle... DKTSA and FM 1071. 752 with Ware and Rima on KTSA. Well, I got something happy, man. Bring I got it. a ray of sunlight and all this merc. Bring okay, it. I got a food hack. I guess that's what they call them now. I'm not sure why. 
I and James, you'll appreciate this too. Okay, I saw. A vi- I was telling you this off air. Now we're all trying to conserve money. We all want to eat cheaper and eat at home, but do things that are interesting. And I saw a little video on Facebook that was such a stupidly simple idea. I don't know why somebody hasn't thought of it before. So I tried it last night, Trey. I tried it. Okay, you get a box of corn dogs. Corn dogs, okay, and you you cook them for a little bit in the oven. Don't microwave them. Put them in the oven. And you cut them down the middle, and you stuff the middle space with chili and cheese, baby. Sounds healthy. And you can add, well, no, it's not. <laughs> and you can add jalapenos, pico de gallo. You brought that up yesterday. I did, but I actually did it last night. <laughs> I did it last night, okay? And I put them back in for about 10 minutes after I put the chili and cheese in. Now, I got the corn dogs, the State Fair corn dogs that have a little taste of honey in the, in the batter, okay? They were freaking delicious. Were they good? <laughs> and they were amazingly good. So what do you set the oven at and for how 375 long? 375 okay. is what I do. Uh, I just go by the directions on the corn dog box. Okay. So 375, now they normally say for about 10 minutes or okay. 20 minutes, rather. I let them go for about uh, 15 minutes. Okay. That's when I pulled them out. you got to remove the sticks. you got to very gingerly pull the sticks out. Mm-hmm. Okay? Remember to pull the sticks out. Yeah. Because the physics are such mm-hmm. that if you have the sticks still in the corn dog tray, you, you can't eat, gnaw around the stick without dumping your chili and cheese all over the place. Well, of the stick has to go, is what I'm trying to Sounds say. Sounds messy anyway. Well, it is, but, you know, it's yeah. delicious. And you, you pull. Don, I know you're a vegan, but man. You should like break the break the vegan thing just one day and try this. You pull the, I, get, I get some get you. some soy wieners or something. What? What, one question: How yes. high were you? How high was I? <laughs> I don't smoke marijuana. That's illegal and wrong. I smoke legal CBD. I smoke CBD. I'm leaving the room before lightning strikes this man. I smoke legal. See how he is. I smoke le- legal hemp products oh, that I buy down. Yes, that I buy down the street. God, that is, no, that's I do. Do, do, named do you know, my wife works for the freaking do, state? Do you I don't know where liars, buy weed? Do you man. know where liars go? I don't. I never lie, Trey. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're, Welcome to the new show. <laughs> I always tell the absolute freaking truth. I'm only that's kidding. why a lot of people don't like Jesus me anymore. Cry right here on the <laughs> Okay, I I'm smoke CBD. Kidding. I'm only kidding. But you, 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 I was a little, you know, relaxed on the CBD. I'll be honest with you. There. <laughs> you see, <laughs> it doesn't get you high, but it does relax your ass. See, Don, you know him extremely well. And you also get the munchies, to be honest with you. Was but. there a bag of Fritos involved in this too? Uh, no, but I had some. I actually tried a barbecue uh, pork rind for the first time in my life. How and, was it? Oh God. Yeah, it's disgusting. But anyway, I, I I got through half a bag before I realized how badly they poorly they tasted. <laughs> well, that's that's what people but, who are high do, right, Don? When you're high, high, you get a whole bag. You don't you get go, high off wow. CBD. Yeah, but yeah, you got to pull the sticks out and then you put it back in for another five minutes and it's tasty. <laughs> so tasty. Sean's wiener hack. All you got to do is check get out your my corn dogs. Yeah, yeah, wiener hack. Yeah. My God, that sounds like a gender issue. <laughs> wiener, wiener hacks and stick extraction. There's way too much wiener hacking going on in this world right now. But anyway, yeah. it's a cheap and easy dinner. Whole thing cost me, you know, maybe, I don't know, 15 bucks for all the ingredients. Four what dogs, the, What chili. did the rest of the family think? They loved it. Did they? They actually really enjoyed it. Good. Everybody did. Yeah. Good, good, good. So I'll be doing that again. Yeah. What if you could, like, stuff, because now I'm thinking, what else can you stuff a corn dog with? <laughs> well... <laughs> There's all kinds of. We were just talking about starting back on our exercise program this morning. Elaine, shh. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm going to be exercising more if I keep eating like this. Walk to the H-E-B. What about like, <laughs> walk to the H-E-B? No, Pashaw. walk to the CBD store. I'll walk to the CBD store. <laughs> I got one in walking distance. <laughs> There's like five in my neighborhood, man. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. KTSA. You want to know the difference between Steve Allison and Mar- Marge? 42-year-old Don Stephen McDougal with capital murder. McDougal lived in a trailer behind the family's home and admitted to leaving with Cunningham on her way to school. He had a criminal past, including child enticement, but did not have to register as a sex offender. Omar Villafranca reporting. San Antonio police hoping you can help them track down a group of people who assaulted and robbed an elderly woman on a west side street. This happened on Valentine's Day. The woman was walking along West Cesar Chavez Boulevard near South Sandario when the group surrounded her. One of them grabbed the woman's shirt, pulled her down. That's when she hit her head on the concrete. And while she was on the ground, one of the juveniles began searching her pockets, grabbed several hundred dollars, and the group ran away. The assault captured on video, which you can see on the San Antonio news page of KTSA.com. If you can provide information on any of the people in the group, call the SAPD's Robbery Task Force Unit. The White House pleading with House Speaker Mike Johnson, hold a vote on the Senate's $95 billion foreign aid package. The spending package passed the Senate last week, but Johnson refusing to put it on the floor for a vote before Congress went on recess due to a lack of border security provisions. Two men now facing numerous charges. They're accused of stealing jewelry, coins, and other collectibles in a theft ring. Very affluent families that were being targeted by these by these guys. And of course, our dollar amount right now is about $1.1 million. Bear County Sheriff Javier Salazar announcing the arrest of Julian Puente and Jerry Mendez at a press conference Tuesday. Investigators think the two did various work as contractors, which gave them access to numerous homes. New York Attorney General Letitia James telling ABC News she's prepared to seize Donald Trump's assets if he does not come up with a $355 million fine a judge ordered him to pay. Four days after a judge ordered Donald Trump to pay $355 million for a decade of fraud. New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Trump was held liable for exaggerating his wealth and inflating the value of his real estate so banks would give him low-interest loans. Aaron Katursky reporting. 802, we've got sports with Rob. In the NFL, Bleacher Report NFL insider Jordan Schultz believes the Cowboys' Dak Prescott will reset the quarterback market in the vicinity of $60 million a year this offseason. Dak had his best year with the Cowboys finishing second in the MVP voting behind Lamar Jackson. In college football news, the college football playoff is unanimously agreed upon with a 5-7 playoff expansion model. That's five conference champions and seven at large. The champions coming from the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC in the highest-rate group of five champions. In the NBA, two of France's most recognizable brands are joining forces. Louis Vuitton will start making some LTs as Victor Wimbayana will be their tall brand ambassador. Louis Vuitton said in a statement they are striving for excellence with the perpetual honing of their craft. Victor joins the Louis Vuitton on a journey of shared values and aligned ambition. In college hoops, the Texas A&M Aggies welcome into Arkansas and then got beat 78-71 in Tech comes from 10 down to beat TCU 82-81. I'm Rob Thompson for 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star. 803. KTSA News brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Say and FM 1071. Common sense versus the stupid. 
that's kind of been my theme all day today since right. I, since I got on the air because what Trump said last night about common sense just resonated with me, and we live in the age of stupid under Joe Biden. But I want to stay away from politics for just a minute, if you don't mind. Sure. Elon Musk. <laughs> yes. All right. So first of all, he's been doing this Neuralink thing where yeah. they're implanting uh, chips in people's brains. Right. The idea behind it is to people who are in wheelchairs get them up walking, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Which I think that's going to happen. I really oh, yeah. do believe that's going to happen. I believe so. He's also said that now this patient that they just put one in is recovering well and can move a computer mouse with their thoughts. <sighs> you can move the mouse and click <sighs> on the screen by thinking it. Now, you know, I knew somebody who was telepathic. I really did. Oh, wow. She oh. was amazing. She right. was telepathic. And um, not that I believe in a lot of new age stuff, but she really knew stuff. And right. it was amazing. And so this is, you know, getting into the whole world of the real versus the unreal. And we're going to be living, all of us, if you and I live long enough, in the unreal. It's going to oh, happen. Oh, I agree. Um, he's been nominated, by the way, for the Nobel Peace Prize for protecting free speech by okay. buying Twitter and, and opening up free speech. And I think he should. Get For it. once, that award's going to mean something. <laughs> well, that's right. And, and, you know, uh, he's done 10 times or 100 times more for humanity than Barack Hussein Obama ever did. And Barack got it before he was even sworn in as president. Oh, he got his out of a skill crane, man. Right. <laughs> so the other one is our, our friend uh, over at Breitbart, uh, John Nolte. Right. He writes some great stuff, and I'm reading his novel right now. It's wonderful. He's writing about Sora. Now, I saw that. Sora is an open AI program where you can tell it a story and the story can be anything and they're prompts they're not it's not a completely written story it's like prompts correct. like girl enters correct. street or whatever yeah. and she's wearing this, wearing this and she's for this Asian. reason yeah whatever you know you just describe it uh to open ai and open ai creates a one minute movie for you uh featuring what you said what right. what you the input that you gave to Sora that's what they call it S O R A Sora Now this has been going on and he mentioned it in his column but I I knew about this a long time ago this has been going on with music for a long time right, right. you know most of the music on radio today is not actually performed by guitars and drums like back in the day it's performed in a computer a lot of the commercials I have a nephew who's in the commercial uh, video commercial mm -hmm. business and he sits at a computer at a Mac all day long there's no human beings and cameras and stuff like that. Right. They just make it up in a computer. That is where we're headed. This is the, the road, and this whole thing, you take the Neuralink and you take the AI, and pretty soon it's Matrix business that we're talking about here, man. Well, and his article was really interesting because uh, uh, he, it's Sorrow, I think is what it's called, uh, this program that creates these little one-minute videos. Very obviously, in a short amount of time, you'll be able to create feature-length stuff series you know uh, and and that'll happen and and the implication is that at some point and he talks at length about this in the article is that the art of prompt writing will itself become an artistic people will think of prompt writers as they'll be giving gold statuettes to people who write a handful of sentences that create a feature-length movie or an album or a novel or what have you and so prompt writing itself will be kind will become the new art form, and and I react very badly to that because it's not. You're you're, you're not creating something. 
by writing a handful of statements and then letting a computer program do everything else. It, it's not reflective of the, the human experience. It's, it's cold. It's sterile. It's computer. And, but that, I can see it on the horizon. It's gonna, guys like me will be you know, long gone. Guys like my buddy Taylor, who make a you know, brilliant filmmaker here in town, None of that's going to be necessary. Prompt writers will be the new Hemingways and Scorseses. And it's a false art form. It's n- you're not really creating art. I well, mean, people will love it. It'll look freaking fantastic. Right. Hollywood will love it. You won't need actors. You won't need studios. You won't need any of that crap anymore. You'll need a, a more, some weirdo with a laptop. And that's it. You won't need Well, a- and then they'll get the chip in your head. <laughs> you can just think the crap. That's what I'm saying. So the it, whole idea of making art, I think, is going to fundamentally change. It, it, it already has. It already has, and, and but it will this is going to nail, so. nail the coffin shut on. Yeah. I, I, I remember uh, years ago I was in a parade with a guy who was a music producer, big, big music producer. He produced some of the biggest. He, at that time, Mariah Carey was hot, and he, oh, was, yeah. he was a producer for Mariah Carey. We were in a parade together, and I said, what do you see on the horizon for music, for the music industry? He said, everybody with a computer, every kid with a computer is going to be in the music business. Sure. And they won't need the record companies because they won't need the promotion. They'll raise all the money and do all the promotion with their computer. Well, there's whole bands out there now that don't need – they don't have record contracts, but they're pulling in huge crowds through the Internet. So – not to get too far off of that, but this is where Hollywood is headed as well. Like you just said, and, and Nolte says that in the column, you won't need grips, you won't need cameramen, you won't need actors and actresses, and the people in the business are going to love it because it's going to save them a ton of money, just like just like it's going to be making burgers and is making burgers down at McDonald's, right? Right, right. AI, it's going to be making your movies and your music, and we're going to be living totally as I said at the beginning, in the unreal. Well, we, we will, but the, it, and it's, it's a very straight, you know, the progression of this has been interesting, because he mentions in, the, in that article how, if for the music industry, uh, it's, it's been great up to this point, because, look, you don't need a major label. You don't need a label at all. You can do it all yourself. Uh, he brought up self-published authors. I, I can publish a book here on my computer. It doesn't cost me one red cent. I could probably do it in about 20 minutes. So I don't need to spend years and years trying to find a literary agent, trying to find a, a publisher, all that stuff. That's been great. I think that in and of itself, taking out the need for, for that middle guy, if you will, has opened up a lot to the you know, artistic fields to a lot of great innovation. A lot of people who normally wouldn't be seen or heard are being seen and heard. But it was still a tool. Okay, what's happening, what's going to happen now is we will become the tool for right. it. It, it. It will be creating and using us as the paintbrush. That's right. And I think that's where you you really have shifted into some dark territory. So we've always said, or I've always believed about AI, they're going to sell you on the good stuff like well, this yeah. because people are going to dig this. Young people are going to really love this. I'll tell you about that in a second. And then, but but just like everything else that is meant for good is going to be corrupted and, and used for bad. And there's a whole lot of talk and has been for years now about AI running us, as you just well, said, yeah. AI running us and not us running it. But there are people that I know that would, well, you know, myself or, you know, maybe even a, a young kid, one of my grandkids or whatever, would like to have a concert. Let me just put it that way, a concert that is designed specifically for you, right? So in your prompt here, you say, Elvis Presley right. sings Hound Dog to Trey. And the computer AI makes Elvis Presley 
come on the screen and go, hey, Trey, man, uh, I just I wanted to send this out to you. I've been thinking about you for a long time. Seriously. Oh, I know. No, it's, that's what, that's no I absolutely going. know that's where it's going. So yeah. we'll, be in the, we'll be in the unreal. Again, the danger is, and I started telling you about this through uh, deep fake porn, right? Right, A long right. time ago, because that was, that was all, all in the news. And Nolte mentions that, that this is going to be used for porn. Oh, absolutely. Like, like crazy, you know, all over the internet. <laughs> These porn guys are going to make a Best porn in the world. Right, right, right. <laughs> They're going to make a lot of money from this, and there won't be real actors and actresses doing, doing that. Well, at least the uh, STD levels will go, well, go down. Well, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, it, as far as, you know, living in an unreal world, it's going it, it's, it's to change. It's going to be in a different we're gonna be at a different time man totally yeah i don't like any yeah. of it <laughs> i hear you i think it all sucks i hear you <laughs> i think it's all sucky and artificial and weird and uh we're, we're gonna trade out reality that's what we're and doing if you trade out reality you're also trading out truth we're gonna trade out reality and truth for really cool looking artificial crap that you know doesn't really promote the human experience in any way shape or form well the other danger too i mentioned porn a minute ago but the other danger is in politics right so don't tell me that the Democrats who are trying to hang Donald Trump, and, and they literally would, I mean, in a literal sense, hang them if they, oh, could, they, if yeah, they could get away with public it. Public execution. Yeah, <laughs> right. So don't tell me that they would not create a false, fake Donald Trump in bed with a 10-year-old girl, something sure. like that, put it all over the Internet and say, this is the guy you want, and the, the stupid people we're talking about right now that are out there, right. they'll believe it. Yeah, they will believe it until it happens to them, and 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 that's the that's the real trouble. These are the troubling waters we're in. Is that we're going to get to a place where you're just not going to know what's real and what isn't. That is the point. We're going to be not living in the know unreal reality from non-reality. So, you won't so. know. We'll be living in the unreal, and that's a scary place to be, man. <laughs> well, it not knowing what because at that point every political campaign will come into question. That's what I'm saying. All oppo research will be questionable. You won't know if somebody's actually a pedophile or actually corrupt. That's my point. And and at that point you're just wandering through the wilderness. You have no idea. Everybody that's on social media right now, everybody has had a hack done on them and people portraying. Oh, I, yeah. I know I, I've had it happen to me, people portraying me online. It's not right, me, right? right? right. I don't send private messages to anybody, right. but people will say, I got a private message from you last night. Oh, it happens all the time. I get them from other people all the right. time. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And I don't, I, don't, yeah. I, don't private, I don't DM anybody and that kind of stuff. So th- that's the real issue that we're going to be dealing with here is, okay, what's real and what's not real, but it further, further devalues human life. Because oh, at yeah. some point, humans become unnecessary. Well, yeah, and, and and the ramp to that eventuality where, you know, you have to ask the Terminator question, is it just cut us loose? But on the way there, you know, we, yeah, we, you're not even going to be living your life. You're really not going to be living your own existence. If you're walking around with goggles and chips in your head and you're watching AI-generated content, uh, and you're 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 inter- interacting with people who don't freaking exist. I, I see these ads all the time for these chat girlfriends and chat boyfriends and chat best friends. And if you just want someone to talk to, and they must be doing well because the ads are popping up all over the place. Sure, you can design a friend. Sure. you know to your specifications. At that point, human existence really kind of stops. Well, without no, having to exterminate us physically, there's no need for it, no, right? We're when, already dead. When AI can do it all, you know, make movies, right? You don't need the next Tom Cruise. You don't need him. When it can make music, you don't need the next Garth Brooks. You don't need him because 
we can do it with AI. We don't need you. And then soon, you won't even need humans to do the prompts. AI will do the prompts well, themselves. Sure, sure. But bef- before we even get there, you won't need human beings at all. So I'm saying you, you won't. You, you can invent your friends. You can invent your your spouse. You can invent exactly. your you know all manner of people that would normally be in your life. And uh, yeah, it's uh, and it's the thing. I think the thing that I keep coming back to is how quickly it's happening. Right. Well, this it, is not something years down the road. No, no, this no. Is we're now. In it. We're in it. Yeah. And, and and a lot of it is social media. You don't know if that person that you're interacting with on social media is actually that person. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, because we're. You talk about a very unreal place. Social media is a very... Your food does not look that good. Mine does. Well, (laughs) there are a few exceptions, but what I'm saying is you don't look that good. There's there's filters and there's all kinds of you know stuff. Well, people can nice up their lives. That's what I'm saying. Shine. It's not real. It's the world. Social media is the world of the unreal. Right. And it portrays itself as the is the world of real, but it's not. Well, it ain't that. It's not. Certainly not. It is the unreal, and this is just the next in the evolution. Of putting us, I know this is really deep and you know psychological. Not really. But I mean, it's, it's 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 where we are. It's where we when they were putting chips in people's heads so they can move a mouse around yeah. with their thoughts. Yeah. yeah. First off, ask yourself: Do we is that a tool that advances us, or is that a tool that takes us backwards? When yeah. I don't have to physically uh, manipulate stuff in my world, when I can just think and stuff happens, is that making me a better functioning human being or a less functioning human being? Because tools are supposed to make us more functioning, well, right? And Better see, functioning? You just used the word tools. Tools, yeah. This was an argument that was had 100 years ago, 150 years ago, 200, 250 years ago when the invention of the hammer came around and the invention of the saw came around. You know, you're, you're, you're no longer going to have to do that anymore because you have a tool to do that for you. And I'm telling you, people are looking at this stuff as just another tool. That's the next hammer. But again, it's the, next saw. the hammer made life better and easier and more efficient. And that's what people are looking the at. The AI is—is is, I don't believe is going to have that impact. It's not going to make us better and functioning better. It's going to take us back. We're going to become actually more primitive the more we rely on technology to do stuff for us. You're right. But that was the argument that was made with hammers and nails and right. everything else. And a hammer can't hit you in the head if it wants to. <laughs> but it might. T- today can. AI <laughs> might say, I don't like the way you're, I don't know, and, like the way you're living your life. And, and, and that's my point, is yeah. that with, with AI, people are going to look at this as the next tool. It's going to help with education well, of children, right? Because they can just get on the AI, and the AI well, will help them do it. We already have that going well, on. Look at it this way. Yeah, because you're seeing this in, in schools yeah. now. Is how do they determine writing when a student papers. is actually... We have people uh, in the administration and the staff of major colleges who are found to have created uh-huh. research papers That's with right. AI. They're writing term papers. So again, is the tool are we the tool or is it the tool? We are the tool to it. Correct. And that's the scary part. And back to what we just said a few minutes ago, eventually we won't be necessary because it'll write the term paper, it'll prompt it. It's going to prompt itself, Sean. Well, yeah. It's going to prompt at, itself. At some point it's going to figure out I don't need movies. I, I guess too. I don't need people either. That's right. That's that's it. <laughs> people are slowing me down. Then you're back to Space Odyssey 2001. Oh, yeah. Hal takes over. Icon. All right, let me tell you about Hicks Carpet One, uh, the 
biggest and the highest quality, uh, biggest selection, the best selection of the highest quality flooring is right here at Hicks Carpet One. The Hicks family started in the flooring business back in 1935. So there hasn't been a day in my life that I didn't know about the Hicks family and Larry Hicks. Of course, everybody in San Antonio who's been here for any length of time knows Larry Hicks and how well this family has done taking care of people here with their flooring needs, hardwood flooring. Carpet, laminate, tile, luxury, vinyl plank. They got it all right there. All the great styles, all the great colors. Standing up to the test of time and what I really love about Hicks, too. Not only their selection, not only their selection, not only the beauty of the flooring, but the beautiful guarantee. If you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason, then Hicks is going to replace it absolutely free. Because sometimes you make a mistake. You see something in the showroom that looks really good, and they put it in your living room, and you go, no, get that out of here. And Hicks is cool with that. No problem at all. Broadway and Loop 410, and on the phone, 210 496 2121. Sunny for the rest of the week. A few clouds around. 78 today, 85 tomorrow, and 74 on Friday. 62 right now, KPSA. Good morning. We have two new troubles. M1071. Got a couple minutes in this segment. We're wearing Rhino, KTSA. Well, I just got to mention something about my former state of Colorado, where I lived for about almost a decade, okay? I have lived in maybe four states altogether in my life. There is no cleaner air you will ever take into your lungs than, than the air you will take into your lungs in Colorado. It just, it, you're just at that elevation. It's the purest air I've ever breathed in my life. And yet, and this is something, I, you know, we talk about, well, hold on to your, pro, you know, your propane stove and, and your, your, your combustible engine car because they're coming for them. They're going after lawnmowers now and leaf blowers in Colorado on the argument that, you know, they pollute the air and it's killing people. And don't you want to live, you know, with clean air? And so uh, at least at the state level for the moment, they're they're phasing out all gas powered lawnmowers, lawn equipment, uh, leaf blowers, to improve the environment. And the idea is to promote and encourage people in their personal lives to do the same thing, because eventually they're going to tell you what you can mow your lawn with and what you can't anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's such a stupid argument because there's the air pollution. I know you can probably they probably they came up with some reports that show that you know per again the particulate stuff says we got bad air pollution. It's the cleanest air I've ever freaking breathed in my life. The well, lawnmowers of Colorado are not gumming up the air, man. It's so stupid. Well, it's just, it's like the argument of the cow farts yes. messing, messing up the environment. You can't make a case for any of this stuff. They're just liberals that are out of control. And and again, the age of stupidity. There's no common sense in this. California did this quite some time ago. Oh, yeah? They banned, yeah, yeah. You, you can't have but, those in California because, oh, they're bad for the environment like cow farts are. <laughs> uh, again, the stupidity. California, just along the same lines, has got a piece of legislation right now that I'm sure will approve, and they'll get rid of all these pods if you use, like, Tide Pods to oh, clean your, clean oh, really? your clothes. Yeah. Uh, we, we use them in the dishwasher, right? Right. Throw them in the dishwasher. Absolutely. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to outlaw all of those because <laughs> that's plastic. There's plastic. Oh, yeah. right. So no. guess what? You you got a cup of coffee right over there that was made with plastic. That coffee yeah. is inside of a K-cup. Yeah. Keurig uh, cup. Yeah, yeah. And that 
K-Cup is made the out of easiest, plastic. Yeah, easiest coffee maker I've ever had in my life. It's going to go away. That's right. They're going to ban it. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. Talking about water. You know, your friends at Alamo Water Softeners know how to get you the best water experience that you could possibly have. Not just softening your water, but filtering your water out. I've told you the story many times, uh, being their first customer, uh, being there at the ground floor when Alan Townsend began uh, Alamo Water Softeners, and I've had nothing but great experience dealing with everybody there. Now, Alan's gone, but his son and family continue on the great tradition all over the state of Texas and beyond now of, of building these great water softeners, offering them at a wonderful price that homeowners can afford, and giving you the best warranties in the industry. And as I said, not just softening your water, that's important, okay, but also filtering the harmful chemicals and bad stuff out of your water as well. They do it all, and right now for a limited time, when you purchase a water softener, you get a free reverse osmosis drinking water system. I love mine. And a filter, too. I want you to make an online appointment today. Mention Trey Ware when you do, and they'll take great care of you. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. This is Dr. Mark Haverkorn of River City. TSA, let's talk border issues. Yes. Yes. So, I tell you what, Jimmy, would you mind if we played some sound? Okay. Let's do this. Let's go to uh, cut number nine. This is Fox News reporter Bill Malugin, mm. who is the best border reporter oh, yeah. on, on network. There are a lot of independent guys that take their cameras right. down there that are phenomenal oh, at yeah. this, right? But on network, cut number nine, Malusian walks down the line with his camera and his microphone, and he says, where are you from, where are you from, where are you from? Listen to this. India. India. Where are you from? China. China. Where are you from? India. India. Where are you from? China. China. Georgia. 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 Where are you from? India. India. China. 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 Where are you from? Georgia. Georgia. Where are you from? China. China. China? China? It's a lot of China there, huh? A lot of Chinese, man. That's interesting. And they're young Chinese men, and I think they're building an army here in the United States in order to take us over. Cut number seven here, uh, Jimmy, is also a Fox report about how, because of what Abbott has done, Governor Abbott has done, all the businesses moved to California. Listen to this. Right behind us, we have this camp of migrants from all around the world, Africans, Chinese, uh, men from Turkey that are watching these migrants come down. Some of them are on their phones. Some of them are making phone calls. Some of them are recording. Um, It's just a bizarre scene out here. There are only two single Border Patrol agents here uh, waiting to process this group. We have not seen a whole lot of Border Patrol out here uh, all day long. But, Martha, you said it off the top. Texas has locked down, so a lot of this illegal traffic is now moving to the west. So what's happening here, and that's, again, this Fox News, uh, Bill Malusian. Um, the hills of California are just, it, it, it's, it's amazing. From the old movie, The Alamo, when the Mexican army was coming you know, down and they just, just a sea of people, right? Right. Right. That's what you see in the hills of California now. A sea of people that are rolling down these hills of California, and there's nobody there to process them. There's nobody there to kick them out. There's two Border Patrol agents and tens of thousands of these people coming in right there well good california prides itself on being a sanctuary right. state so right. you know I, I i envisioned it like this it's like squeezing the middle of a balloon right so mm-hmm. abbott's toughening up our borders so they got to go to where it's not so tough right right so they're going to california right that's fine okay <laughs> i'm good with that although you know obviously an open border is problem it's a it's a problem for all of us right across the country but very obviously yeah what we're, it, what it tells me is what we're doing is working 
Right. Because they're having to go there. Well, that is one of the points of this, right? Yeah. Is that if, if, if the Biden administration were to do what Greg Abbott is doing right now all along yeah. the border from California to Texas, you wouldn't have an issue at all no. with this, right? So no. it does prove what Abbott has done has been right and that it can be done. Sure. So this nonsense that you hear from Kami Mayorkas about, there's nothing we can oh, do, there's guy. nothing we can do, there's nothing, well, yeah, there's plenty you can do. So we we have the issue of police officers being attacked by uh, illegal aliens, yeah. right, in detention centers, uh, getting beat up. Um, we have an illegal uh, alien uh, driving a uh, wrecker, a truck. I saw and, that. And, and wrecking in two people, right, wrecking into cars. Yeah. Well, um, First of all, Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas don't have to worry about this because their kids are shuffled around in black cars that taxpayers pay for, right? right? right. Uh, but I got two granddaughters that are out there driving right now, and I don't want some jerk illegal alien you know, stealing a right. truck and running into them left and right. This is why I've been talking all morning about the age of, of stupidity. Joe Biden now says that what they're going to do is increase the numbers that are going to be released into the streets of America. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> that he's going to end deportations, and he's going to end the, deep, the the detention centers, and he's just basically going to say, you guys come on in, and we're going to put you on the streets. And the reason he says he's doing is because of Texas. We closed down. We locked down. So time to – and they won't pass the – the money for Ukraine, so if we right, don't pass right. the money for Ukraine, then I'm just going to turn everybody loose. Well, you know what that is? That's extortion. It's extortion and revenge. Of course it is. <laughs> you know, of I mean, that's your government saying, I'm going to punish you people for what Texas is doing. Right. You know, and not to mention the, the absurdity of, of, of lowering illegal immigration numbers by merely making it legal in most cases, which I think is also what they want to do. Well, 100%. It's called normalizing uh, immigration. So, uh, you know, uh, it's disgusting. Your own government is at war with you. They're importing armies of people that want to destroy this country. I mean, how the hell do you migrate illegally from China here? You don't. You don't just they get up you. and walk no. to freaking America from China and they just let you go. No, they send you. They, they must they be are sending an army they here. They have to be being sent. There's no other way they could get here, well, man. Here's another thing. The U.S. Citizenship and uh, Immigration Services announced yesterday they're going up on their prices for those who want to come here legally. <laughs> the documents you know, that they have to buy, right, stuff right. that they have to do to come here legally, they're going to raise the prices on them. So you talk about something God. that is completely bass-ackwards. It's totally free to come here illegally. Right, right. You get a $10,000 credit card if you go to New York. Ugh. You get a phone. You get free education. You get free health care if you come here illegally. If you come here illegally, it's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars to come here legally. Which it already is costly <laughs> and consumes years <laughs> yeah. to, to achieve this, which is why a lot of naturalized citizens hate this crap. Yeah. So they're being punished, too. Yes. It also is an incentive. Hey, don't try to come here legally. It's going to cost you more money, That's more what Time. That's what I'm Just saying. Just come illegal. They're encouraging yeah. people to come here illegally. <laughs> that is the draw right there. So you get a $10,000 credit card, and if you come here, do it legally. Ah, oh, hey, listen, we, we, we're going to punish you for doing that. I know a business owner who's had a business here for 18 years in San Antonio. He's moving back to the U.K. because of the cost of becoming a citizen. God. Yeah. Right. He's picking up the whole family, and they're going back to the U.K. That's now, horrible. Now, you know what he needs to do? He needs to go to the U.K. and then come to the southern yeah. border and come in illegally. Because then he'll be... <laughs>
Think about that crap. He'll be, he'll be welcome. <laughs> you know, I, I, when I, you travel, I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. No, no, I was just going to say. Right. I was, was going to talk about that. The, <laughs> the last cruise we took, right? Right. We get off, and you've got to go through immigration. Yeah. I got no problem with that. You got to show your passport. Right. I'm standing there showing my passport to the dude with the badge and a gun, and I'm going. Why the hell am I showing my passport? <laughs> this is my country. When the border is wide open and people right. without passports are walking across the border, I don't understand. They got to give you the stink eye and <laughs> yeah. make sure you got all the documents. But, you know, <laughs> Pedro or Wang from China just uh, traipsing across the border. Nothing, man. Nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, when you want to travel into Mexico, just go on down there and just come back illegally. It'll yeah. be a lot easier for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I've been to Mexico many, many times, right. dozens and dozens of times. You don't go into there illegally. I was going to say, nope. it's much different. Yeah. I've never been, but it's much different, right, 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 right. getting into Mexico. Well, you, you can't get illegally into Mexico very easily, right? <laughs> no, you don't. That's what I'm told. Uh, you, can get, you can get in there if you come across the southern border and you're headed to the U.S. Uh, right. <laughs> then they're, right. they're fine with it. But if you're visiting... Or whatever, no, sir. Uh, uh-uh. uh, you got to go through strict immigration. You what other bet country, and as a matter of fact, could we list whose immigration policies are as lax as ours? There isn't one. Ours are there right isn't. now. There, there, is there, there no isn't. One. Trump was right uh-huh. last night. We and I've heard that we've both seen the research and the information, the data on this. We have now the most dangerous border crossing on the planet. One hundred percent. There is no. You think of the most awful yeah. places on the earth. Mm-hmm. They have more secure and safer borders than we do. That's right. You know, the, the whole thing I've been talking about today, Trump, it really resonated, obviously, with me last night when Trump said, I'm not a Republican, Democrat, conservative, whatever. I am common sense. Yeah, that's it. This issue is the most you know, glaring example of common sense versus stupidity. It is just stupid to have your border wide open with criminals, with with uh, you know military members from other countries that are flowing in here, with uh, terrorists flowing in here, with drugs flowing in here, diseases that we had originally eradicated. Right. Bubonic plague is back. <laughs> it I, is. I called it. It's back. I said, when's the Black Death coming so, back? So, Holy crap. TB is back. Again, Common sense says you control your border. That's common sense. Stupidity says you open your border. And since 2021, January of 2021, we've been living in the age of stupidity. Yes, that's exactly, yeah, I mean, that's it. Again, the the people who want this stuff to happen and who are orchestrating this know exactly what they're doing. The real stupid people, uh, again, let's mention the Castro boys. Anybody who is pro-this. Anybody who supports these immigration policies, anybody who supports this administration are engaging in dumbassery of epic proportions. Because you're right, it's stupid. If, if you want to maintain the security of a nation, if you want to maintain an, a nation at all, this is the dumbest thing you can possibly be doing. Now, if you want that country to fall and you want to create something from the ashes of it that's, that's more fascist or whatever you want to call it oppressive well then this is great you're accomplishing your goals yeah but it is incredibly stupid certainly it well is. of course it is and you mentioned the castro boys i don't think that they're necessarily stupid i think they're evil and just like i think joe biden is evil and they have evil intent they they're not doing anything to make your life better well, no they're doing everything to make your life harder much well, that, much right. harder that's why i said earlier you know it's getting harder to discern Who's stupid and who's evil? The followers are stupid. The architects are evil. 
Because they know exactly what they're doing. Absolutely. They didn't just stumble, hit their heads, and open up the border. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you know, they, they did it intentionally. Uh, quick break, more Warren Rima coming up. Hey, you know, when you talk about uh, countertops, you know, uh, could be the island top, it could be in your dining area, your living room, could be in your bathroom, whatever, I hope you'll consider porcelain. I just absolutely love the look, the feel, the toughness of porcelain, and the fact that you're one and done. And Nancy and I are doing a lot of that to our home right now in that we're doing, we're, you know, <laughs> doing home improvements. That's going to be the last time we do it. You know, the flooring and windows and all that kind of stuff. This is the last time. We're not going to mess with this anymore. So we're buying products that are going to last and look beautiful. And that's what Surface has for you in porcelain products. The best and the largest um, uh, porcelain showroom and dealer right here in South Central Texas is at Surface. You can see all the stuff at surfacesa.com. Mention Trey Ware and you just take $1,000 off the installation of porcelain in your home. You're going to love this stuff. You're going to love the look and the feel and the durability of porcelain from surfacesa.com. Discover the difference that Jesus Christ can... For now, KTSA. You know, I was looking at this basketball, this high school girls basketball team video and stuff, and... and Apart from, you know, again, how stupid and, and you know, dangerous this is for, mm-hmm. for female athletes, I, I guess we are at the point where you don't even have to put on the pretense of looking like a female anymore oh, no. if you're a dude. Because this guy had, you know, a hairy face. He's got a beard, right? Facial hair. Right. So is that – because if that's the case, I think I might just go trans. I think just because, you know, it's the cool thing to be right now. <laughs> I, I don't have to dress any differently, right? Nope. I'm a woman as of today. That's correct. But only on Wednesdays. Okay. On Thursdays, I'm going to be non binary. Uh-huh. And I want all the considerations uh, do my minority group, my underrepresented community, which I'm only going to be on Wednesdays. That's where we are. Well, yeah. No, totally. That guy looks like a, he's a dude, man. Well, that's what I was he's saying. He's got a hairy face. That's what I was saying yesterday about that memo that was written by Anthony Blinken, <laughs> right? Right, right. Where he said gender's fluid, so one day you could be a nut. <laughs> Some have days some, you feel and, like a nut, and some have days some, you don't. And have some, and then the next day, you, you're you not. So how am and I supposed to keep up with your pronouns? You, you can't. That, <laughs> that's the whole point. That Again, right. again, age of stupidity. Right, right. Um, you can't. There's no way. I told you about the 90-year-old woman working for MS. Yeah. And the dude walks up and says, I'm a girl. And she says, I don't understand. You know, 10 minutes ago, you were a guy. What, what do you mean? And they canned her for saying, I don't understand. And I does, don't get it. And at this point, he doesn't have to look like a woman, no, right? That's the look, point. He's standing there a dude. I'm a, I'm a woman today. It, it was a guy standing in front of her Good saying, Lord, I'm a woman. It, it, you know what it is? It's not only stupidity. In, in this issue, we're, we're talking about you know, with a trans thing, it's a mental illness is what it is. That's, that's what this is. It's well, dysphoria. I, I, don't, it, I don't know if it's actual dysphoria. I, I think oh, they're making is. an ego choice. I, I'm going to get a little deeper into this uh, on my show because I had some thoughts about this in regards to what it really meant in the 60s, 70s, and 80s to openly live as either gay or trans and what that means today. Because they're very different. Uh, in the world that I grew up in, uh, and, and folks who were gay or trans or whatever, you didn't, trans, whatever, it, what they wanted was to for that not to be a part of the conversation. I just want to live my life, pay my bills, do my life, and have the same stuff everybody else has or same considerations under the law. That's it. Okay? Now, it's the entirety of the conversation. Now it's everything about the conversation that you're gay or trans or non-binary. That's front and center. 
And I got some thoughts on that okay. because you know what? That doesn't really require much of you. Well, here's the difference. Here's <laughs> to be the difference. that. Here's the difference. Back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, it was not a political movement. Today, it's a political movement. That's all the, these people are in it to to push their political agenda. That's all. Well, they're being used too well, by course. people with political agendas. Of course, but yeah. but many of them also they they're not completely innocent. You know, they're they're complicit in this. They're choosing oh, yeah. to be involved in this. It's a political movement now trying sure. to bring change. That's but, all. But it used to be about basic anti-discrimination stuff. I just want to live my life. I don't want to start every conversation with I'm gay. And, and it's, not it's, it's not about that about that anymore. Uh, no, it's not. You, you have to believe it. Right. I'll get into that a little bit okay. more in a bit. All right. Cool. I'll see you in the morning. I'll, I'll be here. I love you, San Antonio. Bye.